the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca and I'm on my way to run a couple of errands and pick up a few bits from the shop. But in today's podcast, I'm going to be telling you about a day where Peggy actually had a rest from duties and I took out a different car to a car show for uh, a little bit of a change. So if you're an avid listener to the podcast, you might remember that a few weeks back, Peggy had uh, quite a busy time of it. She just covered over 800 miles with a trip to the Lake District and around. Um, And you'll have seen two podcasts about that trip uh, now. And then we came back, we had to clean her up, spruce her up, because um, a friend of mine wanted uh, dropping off at her uh, wedding. And then following on from that, uh, there was a show the following day. So this would be the Sunday um, following our holiday. And um, it's a show that I've been going to for quite a few years with my family and really love it. But unfortunately, the last two years, it had been cancelled for um, COVID. Um, And being such a show on such a big scale that it is, but actually quite a local show, organising such things with COVID and things had proved quite difficult. So they hadn't had it on last year at all. So during my ownership of Peggy, she's not actually been able to go to this show, either because of COVID or because I struggled to get hold or or work out how I could get my show there, my car there without being part of a club. But as it was, I was pretty pleased to give her a break with the timings um, of uh, our holiday. And I know who to contact for next year to get her on the Morris Minor stand there. But as I've been going for a few years with my family, I've been going with the Singer Owners Club, um, who we've had people off of that club on the podcast before. And um, Dad had booked in two cars on that stand. So he and my mum went along in uh, Emma, this 1931 Singer Junior. And I was handed the keys to Lulu the singer Chamois, who you might be familiar with on the channel because I had the joy of doing a bit of driving in her while Jamie took the wheels of Peggy uh, during the Singer Owners Club National Weekend uh, earlier in the the podcast. Um, She's a lovely little singer Chamois coupe and she was in charge of transporting myself, my sister, and her boyfriend um, to the Kim Bolton Country Fair. Um, And it was a very pleasant drive over. We were in convoy, obviously, with my parents. So we enjoyed quite leisurely 1930s paces um, along uh, a small part of the A14 uh, before we went through a couple of the villages um, to get to the show. The show actually has quite a robust system for getting cars into the grounds with uh, as little kind of 
disruption to the local populace as possible and uh, they've got quite a lot of people in high-vis jackets directing um, traffic as you go in and then from there you're kind of divided into lots of little lanes depending on where your stand is that you're based um, and it takes place on the grounds of Kimbolton School it's a huge area that's kind of quite diverse in terms of uh, landscape um, it's a, not just kind of a big school field um, it's got quite a lot of wooded areas as well um, which made for some quite nice and much welcome shade whilst you were walking around the cars because um, it was an incredibly hot day we'll get to that in a minute though um, so we eventually get ourselves towards uh, where the singer owners club stand was they were in an area that was quite open um, but the club is quite well equipped and prepared um, for this show it's a big one in their local calendar for the local kind of branch and uh, they had already assembled the gazebo set up the tea station and uh, various uh, deck chairs and we unpacked ourselves from the cars and uh, took shelter in the gazebo to get ourselves a drink and uh, kind of catch up with people uh, having been almost a month at this point since the um, national weekend um, and these being kind of the local people that we know um, quite well. that and Lulu and Emma proudly on display on the Singer Owners Club stand, um, quite central on the bit of grass right next to the hall, um, I set off on a bit of a wander. Being as hot as it was going to get on this day, I decided to try and do some of the more open stuff around near where the stand was situated first before it got kind of too hot and I uh, wanted to retreat to the shadier areas um, around the field. So I enjoyed uh, some nice Austin Heelys and Volvos that were parked quite close to us. Um, and uh, I believe in this area, there's rumors that there was a Citroen SM. Um, and my dad confirmed that there was a Citroen that uh, he had spotted that I thought I would quite like but I never managed to spot it. I have seen pictures of other people who had spotted uh, the car in the, at the show, um, but unfortunately it seemed to just miss me. I, I can't believe it, because I've usually got quite a good keen eye uh, for cars that are on my list of uh, really interesting cars to me. But being such a vast show, I was obviously distracted by so many of the other cars that were present and I was really enjoying kind of wandering around um, taking in all of the club stands there was quite a large Ford presence on this particular area of uh, the field um, before I wandered kind of through what was a little bit of an area of food and entertainment and that's the thing it's not really a car show although cars take up a huge amount of the field in Bolton Country Fair has kind of everything for everybody and anything that you could possibly imagine needing. 
Um, they had huge array of kind of food stands. Uh, they had a band playing and um, two times during the day, there was actually um, swing dancers uh, displaying kind of their experience um, to appropriate jazz music played by the band. Um, and in previous years I'd taken part, but it was far too hot um, for me to take part. Um, I, being not someone who was kind of paid to be there to do it, I wasn't going to volunteer up for it um, in the heat that there was this year. Um, they've got kind of fairground um, games and a few small fairground rides. They've got a load of market stalls that you can walk around uh, that have everything from automotive books to the Royal Legion to uh, ladies clothes, cakes, more kind of local produce food that you might be interested in. Um, the Sporting Bears have a stand there and this was actually one of the places that I first heard about the Sporting Bears. Um, because I remember them doing their rides from this event um, from a few years back. So there's loads of things uh, going on as well as the cars. There's a big arena in the centre where they had kind of stunts, um, dogs doing tricks um, and um, usually some reenactors as well. So loads of things going on but as well as that just a fantastic array of cars um, one car that as i moved towards this kind of more central area beneath the trees that really caught my eye um, and i believe it caught quite a few people's eyes was an absolutely gorgeous uh, traction avant um, that had a trail uh, a caravan attached to it um, that was a 1930s replica caravan. So uh, I had a lovely chat with the man and his wife who it belonged to. And they had had the Traction Avant for a really long time. And that had been initially what had caught my eye. But then when you got closer to the caravan, you realized that it was really quite something special. Um, and I believe would probably uh, pique the interest of Cameron from uh, not another white box because what it was was a marine ply built replica of a 1930s caravan that was built exactly to original plans uh, because they were of the understanding that kind of none existed and I'm in no position to challenge none of them still existed so their friend had made one for their own classic car to tow and they'd fallen in love with it so being what sounds like the absolutely amazing friends that they were they made one as well for them and it just looked like the most beautiful setup it had a gorgeous little awning that came out of it that was all period and the inside all tied in gorgeously and there was a little traction of um model with a matching towing caravan inside it was beautifully put together and they even had a silver dustpan and brush for sweeping up the crumbs from the biscuit uh, from the biscuits and sandwiches that um, the wife was making absolutely gorgeous really loved that and the guy could see that i was very intrigued with it um, and happily let me have a little nosy inside and the best part is that he told me that they very frequently use it 
obviously camping it all the time and it was just the perfect little setup for them also on a day like uh it was where it was super hot they had kind of brought their own little shade shelter with them Moving through the trees, there was further kind of club displays as well as what kind of appeared to be individuals who had brought their classics along. And the variety was huge. You had things like the Audi A2 um, owners club parked next to hot rods, parked next to um, early Austins and also uh, a beautiful Austin princess limousine that was just absolutely stunning um, it was still in its original paintwork and completely original inside as well and uh, the guy again I seem to have caught a lot of people's eyes as I was stood there kind of taking in their cars and taking photos and filming um, they came up and had a really good chat to me about uh, their car if they'd noticed I've been hanging around and he opened the doors up for me to have a really good look inside at the kind of folding seats and picnic benches as well. I spent a good amount of time having uh, a walk around there, headed over to the kind of bit in the middle where the stunts were taking place and watched a few of the incredible things that people were doing on motorcycles with flames and etc and uh, then headed to have a little nosy round the stalls and whilst I was there spotted a, a handy looking uh, do-it-yourself handbook for a Triumph Spitfire and um, if you've been following me on uh, any of the social medias you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook you might have seen that uh, our fleet has had a new edition uh, since Kim Bolton actually, but it was something that Jamie had got his eye on for a little while um, of a Triumph Spitfire. So uh, the do-it-yourself Triumph Spitfire book was a nice little thing to take home considering Jamie didn't uh, join us for this particular show. Um, and then after that I headed back to the Cigar Owners Club stand to have a spotted lunch, uh, re rehydrate, cool off in the shade of the gazebo and a little chat to a few people who uh, had kind of come back to the stand as well. It was really nice to have a kind of base to go back to um, for hot drink, cold drink, preferably cold drink on this day I think, um, and, uh, and a sit down. Uh, and it also meant that like when my sister and her boyfriend had gone off for a wander and then we came back we were able to compare notes on the, the cars and bits and pieces that we've spotted. It's definitely a very family friendly event as a lot of the people in the club had brought along uh, kids and grandkids as well um, because there was the cars but also a few other things to keep them um, interested and entertained.
lunch it was back out and I started off with going into the actual uh, building on the site to have a little wander around the arts and craft fair that they have inside because uh, it was nice and cool in there um, but also there were some really beautiful pieces um, and while I didn't spend any money uh, at this time there were certainly a few things that caught my eye uh, that I'm got business cards for uh, and are thinking about um, for future. Coming out of the hall I entered uh, more kind of cars, uh, managed to find our friends John and Joanne who had their TR5 on the kind of TR stand. Um, but interestingly uh, on their stand there was also an automatic Morris Minor. Uh, which is not something you see or hear of every day um, and was very beautifully put together um, and was quite an interesting thing to have a look around and was really quite a subtle little modification that obviously made the car uh, more usable um, for the owners. So quite an interesting little thing there. Uh, wandering through this way I managed to find quite a few more Morris Miners uh, it was the Northampton, Cambridge and Bedford branch who had all got together to have uh, a section of the field to uh, display the Morris Miners. It was lovely to see so many uh, Morris Miners. I've seen the Northampton branch um, team up with a few of the Peterborough branch things that we've done in the past. So with some cars I recognised, also some cars that I hadn't seen before um, and it was nice to have a chat to some of the guys from there as well um, and hopefully we might be able to get Peggy to Kim Bolton next year. Further down that field there was Triumph Stags, a huge Lotus Club presence which um, is always very popular with Jamie when he's come to the show in the past. Um, their club stand is always very good collection of various minis um, and my sister actually took a seat in uh, a classic mini for the first time as she's considering um, a classic herself in the not too far distant future and uh, the club was very amenable to letting her sit in a mini to work out whether something like a, a Riley L would be of interest and suitable and comfortable for her uh, to sit in so that was uh, really nice of them. Um, as I was walking past this section there was uh, some kind of dogs in the main arena in the middle uh, doing some fantastic kind of training and tricks and things like that. Um, it's a, usually a, a large troop of beagles that you can hear whooping away at the edge of the field. Um, so uh, nice to kind of see them out and about and doing their thing again. It was as I started to wind my way back up through the um, cars on the kind of side of the, the arena in the middle that I'd kind of already done but I, there were still some things that I hadn't fully spotted to be honest with you. Um, it was as I was winding up through there, I actually spotted uh, Chris's Capri. Um, Chris and I had ended up parked next to each other in a local Tesco's uh, not long before the holiday that I'd gone on. And um, 
it was nice to see his Capri. Uh, he'd seen on my Instagram stories that I was there, but hadn't found um, Peggy. So, so it was nice to see his car uh, out and about again. Um, but I didn't actually manage to spot him either. So we must have kept missing each other as uh, we were walking around. Uh, I managed to catch a glimpse of uh, some of the dancers doing uh, their wonderful work with uh, the band there. It's always an excellent band and if it's not too hot it's well worth or even if you're worth braving the heat um, to go and watch that local dance group. Uh, they're really excellent at what they do and I used to go to the classes and stuff with them and uh, brilliant brilliant work um, even in in the very hot uh, summer like it was uh, this year and it's been quite warm in the past as well headed back up to the singer owners club stand and uh, managed to uh, get an ice cream out of my parents even at the age of 25 there's a certain joy to that um, and we sat there as kind of the show started to come to a close. If you've got your car displayed there, you're expected to kind of be displayed between 11 and 4. We'd seen a few people sneaking off a little bit earlier than that, but um, it's certainly more than enough there to do for the day between those times. If you really enjoy your cars and everything else that the show has got to offer, As cars started to filter out, it came time to take down the gazebo and uh, the little feather and uh, then pack ourselves back into our cars and head off. Um, I know that on this particular Sunday there was a lot of really popular uh, shows on elsewhere in the country, um, but having been away for two years, uh, this show was really good to go back to and I think it will be one that I would pick over other things that sometimes fall on that Saturday, uh, on that Sunday uh, again in the future because it's really nice. I can't beat the convenience of it and the variety there is just brilliant. And the wonderful thing about these local shows is that you see cars that are brought out to events that are convenient to them and uh, would be too old to get to anywhere further away. There was uh, something like a 1911 Ford there. Our friend Lawrence managed to bring along um, his early singer as well. 1926, same age as the Queen um, and we're hoping to get Lawrence on the channel in the not too distant future. Um, but yeah, loads of, loads of cars that go to these local shows because they're of an age where getting to more national things can be more challenging. And that's certainly something that these local shows with a variety of other things going on have to offer. The same can be said for the absolutely beautiful Austin Princess limousine that I saw that uh, doesn't do a huge amount of long distance travel um, all of the time. Definitely recommend if you're looking for something different to do uh, at about that time next year. Um, I'll try and remember to let people know that it's happening um, if you'd be interested. Um, but yeah, the drive home was immaculately, well, back to my parents' home anyway, it was immaculately pleasant in the chamois. 
I know that there's a few people that are really keen for me to do a little video um, and podcast about the experiences of driving that car. It is hugely fun, um, as all Hillman-based cars apparently are. Um, and I, it's on my list of to-dos, I assure you. So make sure that you're subscribed or following um, on whatever platform you get this uh, podcast on and it will be along in the not too distant future. But in the meantime, I hope you've enjoyed hearing about Convolton Country Fair um, and uh, drive safely and happy motoring.